weekly program done 52 weeks a year for a reason. We talk motorcycle racing, the lifestyle. We talk uh, just plain riding as well. Uh, we talk with industry executives. We talk with uh, racers and team managers, wrenches. We talk with everybody. The program produced by Jack and Leanne DeLeon. Leanne on the uh, live line as far as the internet goes. And Jack producing the radio or terrestrial version of this program on iHeart's uh, KXNO and also on the iHeart app. So you can listen uh, in 52 countries now. Uh, I also want to thank Chris Bishop and Tommy Boy Halverson for contributing as they always do. Thanks, guys. Uh, Tony Wank in studio along with Ron. PJ Duran, yours truly, Scott Casper. Ed Kulenkamp helped design this program on this particular day, and we appreciate that. Hour number one, we had Jake Johnson, Rory O'Neill, and Josh Strang, not necessarily in that order. Uh, in hour number two, we are scheduled to have Max Gersten uh, on the program, but we start with, uh, well, Tony, our new boss. Are you ready for it? I am. All right. Michael D. Loya uh, is uh, joining us from Front Porch Media. Michael, good evening. How are you? Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? Well, good. Uh, first of all, this is the first time, believe it or not, in the six months it took for us to process this, <laughs> that I've had a chance to even speak with you because Ed would never tell me who you were. Uh, Ed's very secretive. <laughs> he is secretive like that, so I apologize, but I'm really thrilled that you guys invited me on. Well, I'm glad. Perhaps uh, after we're done with our interview, you can you can uh, give Jack your uh, contact information so I have a way to – you already got it, Jack? Oh, Jack's on top of things. That's why yeah. Jack's been producing this program for 14 years, but he's been with iHeart now for over 30. Uh, so congratulations, Jack. 35 years. 45 years? 29. Okay, I'm not good with fingers. I know you're not okay. good with fingers. <laughs> anyway, Michael, thank you for joining us. Um, explain uh, Front Porch Media to our listeners out there, and then we'll get into the uh, expectations, what they can expect uh, in the coming months and years from Front Porch Media, because let's face it, people in motorcycling are pretty protective of, of their sport and how it's promoted. Uh, that's why we got into it to begin with years and years ago. We wanted to see and hear people talk about the sports they love so much. Well, one of the reasons why we enjoyed uh, talking with Ed about Pet Pass and finally concluding the acquisition was we, we love people with that type of passion. And, uh, and Front Porch is obviously a little bit different than motocross. Uh, we, we tend to create family-friendly, safe-at-work podcasts and radio programming. We currently have eight podcasts in production and available for everybody at uh, thefrontporchpeople.com. Thrilled to have Pit Pass as the ninth show. We've got nice. another six in pre-production. Uh, and you know, it's been a, a, quite an evolution. We started the company in January of 2017. Wow. With just just a couple shows. I had myself and two interns. And, uh, and, and luckily some really great you know financial backing to, to make these things possible. We've grown from that. To now we've got again the eight shows, now nine with with uh, Pit Pass, right? And uh, we've obviously expanded up to twelve employees, and we're always looking to to keep growing. Obviously, this show is a, a little bit different than the programs that you currently offer, right? Um, <laughs> right. But and, but that's okay. You know, if you don't stretch uh, <laughs> the bounds of the imagination, you don't grow. Talk to us about the programming you have been offering uh, since beginning. Big audacious uh, idea, for example. Big audacious was born out of the idea of how do we answer the the big ephemeral questions and 
of life, such as why does time only move in one direction? Why are we human? How do we communicate? And really found a great host in Craig James and really a murderer's row um, of heavy hitters in terms of host, uh, guest host, okay. to help us answer these questions and, and guide us through to some sort of resolution. Uh, and it, it, it's proved to be a very popular show, and we're about to announce we're bringing it back for a second season. Nice. Um, probably in early 2019. That show takes a lot of time to, to produce. It took us seven months to get that from start to finish ready. I would imagine there's a lot of research that goes into it. Um, Indeed. Uh, because, you, yeah. you, listen, I've been doing radio for 35, 40 years now, and and shows don't just happen. Uh, it helps if you have a track record with the people you're interviewing uh, so you have a conversational basis. But uh, when you have an idea that stretches the bounds of the imagination, uh, like Coast to Coast, for example, it does just that, and they're on our sister station, WHO. But, uh, you know, you cover so much ground besides Big Audacious, Design Everywhere. Talk to us about Design Everywhere, the podcast. Yeah, Design Everywhere. Um, on staff, we've got a number of individuals who, who love to talk about design, primarily our chief creative officer, David Moss, and I will sit around and we'll debate the virtues of the new iPhone or, or a, a, a new backpack or something that's got a design flair attached to it. Like, so a, took this like a piece of luggage, for example, that you can just slide your, your cell phone into and it automatically charges while you're going through the airport. My wife recently bought one of these uh, suitcases, and I'm very jealous. <laughs> I saw that on uh, Shark Tank. I saw it on Shark Tank. It's a, it's a tremendous <laughs> idea. Or, or the vests or the jackets with designed with, uh, um, um, uh, what do you call it, battery packs in, inside of them. Sure, they weigh another 60 or 70 pounds, but the point is you don't need to stop at an outlet if you can find one in an air, airport. Uh, bus station or whatever, um, it's already on your person. I think that's pretty cool as well. So Design Everywhere really is talking about design and function of a variety of different topics across the board. Yeah, it's talking about how American design aesthetic is, is changing uh, the worldview of design. Okay. And uh, the classic example that I bring out to people is when I was in India in, in Mumbai, there was a there was a bombing, and so I naturally turned on the TV to find out more about this bombing that happened in the city that I was visiting. And I stopped on a channel that looked just like CNN. It took me some time to realize that while it looked like CNN in the graphics <laughs> and the displays, everything was going in reverse. The words were going backwards to what I'm normally used to. But it, it was a carbon copy of CNN wow. and uh, an American design in a media format but in India. And that's where that kind of generated this idea of how, how design is becoming more and more universal. So wherever you travel in the world, there are identifiers that you just know are good design. But that's, so, that's where we, we haven't necessarily struggled, but it's definitely been a focus for us on Pit Pass and on my other program as well, Takedown. Um, we didn't want to be like everybody else. We wanted to be an industry leader. Uh, and by taking an, you know, a certain idea um, in, in, our, in our sport, whatever the sport is, and focusing on that and then bringing the experts in that know how to talk about it because they are that, the experts, then we can really start growing, right? That's true. Now it takes time to grow. And, mm -hmm. you know, you've been on the radio for, for quite some time. I think with us, and one of the reasons why, why we gravitated to Pit Pass was 
the longevity in the patients to make something special happen. Because not, nothing happens overnight. Right. Uh, the, the, the podcast that becomes super popular with one show, like a serial, it's one literally out of 550,000 podcasts. Uh, meaning it's super rare. It's not going to happen all the time. So what you need is longevity and consistency to make these things happen. Mm. Our guest, Michael Day, a uh, lawyer. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get. I'll get it. I promise you that. It's a fine yeah, Italian I, I, name. You know, it's real interesting. In in Cleveland, on the east side of Cleveland, which is heavily Italian, it's Dialoya. Everybody on the west, side, it's got a little bit more Hispanic influence. It's De La Hoya, and I answer to both. <laughs> Oscar. Okay. <laughs> All right. Heard that song is another podcast. Talk to us about heard that song uh, from Front Porch Media. Our founder, Joan Andrews, is a huge music lover, and this was one of her first forays into music where we take a standard from the Great American Songbook, right? and we play the original. We have two jazz masters kind of debating the merits of the original, and then we play four or five contemporary playings of that song, so different artists and their riff on the original Great American Songbook. And is your host Joe Hunter? Yeah, well, Joe's just an amazing man, and he's dynamic, and we're just thrilled that he's coming back for yet another season of uh, I've Heard That Song Before. You know, one of the things I like about Joe is his, his knowledge and ability to expound on what he knows. Not everybody can do both. In other words, have the knowledge and then be able to share it. Uh, so that that's key to my enjoyment of a podcast or a radio program, and has been for years. I listen. I literally listen to radio all night long. It drowns out the uh, the the sounds in my head. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, green light reviews. Are we talking radio, television, podcast? Uh, when we talk about green light, uh, a motion picture uh, gets a green light. I get hired, and boom, we do the movie. So talk talk to us about green light reviews. Historically, Greenlight has been your typical movie review show okay. um, with some hosts that have had a, a lot of Hollywood knowledge, uh, written for a number of movies and for some TV shows. And that, that's a show that's going to go through an, an evolution. We, we love the format and, and the host, but it, some things do get dated. And so we wanted to look at a new purview for this. Our new season is out of uh, Greenlight Review, and in 2019, we'll retool that show just a little bit to broaden, I think, its uh, relevance and awareness. Okay. And, Michael, is there a cost to the average listeners that go on and subscribe to these individual podcasts, or are they collectively, uh, as we've made uh, pit pass, uh, at least to this point, um, an advertiser-driven program? It's all advertising driven okay so the, the podcast will forever remain free you know we we have debated as i'm sure you have too on whether to provide a paywall or a subscriber wall to get additional content right you know be it a video of, of you guys in the studio or some b-roll uh from interviews that got cut whatever the case may be but the podcast we believe should always be at the forefront they should be free uh, for everybody. I agree. It's 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 very it's very akin um, to how I started in radio and television in that I wanted to make sure that what we were saying, what we were doing was there was no hindrance or barrier to the listener or the viewer. 
In other words, while we think our opinion may count and those opinions of our our listener, excuse me, our guests and the experts, the so-called experts, what I believe is that what they have to say is much more important than any dollar that could be brought in on the front end. And if you deliver enough people, you should be uh, saleable to an advertiser like Wiseco or, or uh, Hicklip Power Sports or whoever, okay? Um, and I believe that's part and parcel having a great sales staff that can recognize what you're doing and sell it to the, you know, to the correct people that, that actually complement the sound of the broadcast. Agree or disagree? Scott, I, I, I agree. Uh, in this type of content, I, I think it helps people form good opinions about a, a variety of topics, gets them more educated on a particular topic. And these should be, um, Joan, again, our founder and myself, have had backgrounds in radio. We, we love terrestrial radio. We have our own little fledgling radio network where we're playing a number of our shows uh, in the Northeast Ohio area on a few stations. And we, and we hope to grow it because we think podcasts and radio, as Pit Pass has proved, are, are a great formula to be combined right. and to be used together for the power of good. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we agree 100%. We've always treated our show, um, and, and surely we are more than willing to change should you need us to because <laughs> you are the boss. But uh, I will say this. We've always treated the show as a radio program first, and I know our executive producer, Jack DeLeon, would agree that it creates a different sound. First of all, we have a higher standard, our language. Uh, we hold up to FCC standards and regulations, but also with iHeart and Clear Channel prior to that and all other stations along the uh, along the way that I've been on. Um, we, we, we treat radio a little bit differently because I think it's what we grew up with. Podcast is a very unique tool. It's a very unique distribution point, but you've been able to call, if you will, and build uh, a, a fine uh, family of programs that uh, – and I don't know how many of them are 52 weeks a year. I mean, we love being 52 weeks a year. It's hard enough to get on a radio network. And, Tony, you know this. It's hard enough to get on a radio network um, if you only do 13 or 26 episodes and try getting back on. Well, try they got that spot to fill. And then and once it's once you have a routine, they, they can plan around it. But when you have to start juggling and, and back and forth, it, it, it creates a lot of work for people. Right, right, exactly. And, uh, and when we have a cast of characters that jump on our program uh, on, a, on a weekly basis, including Roman Avila. These are industry uh, experts, Roman Avila, of course, P.J. Duran from Hicklin Power Sports. But uh, these are people that really care, Chris Bishop, Tommy Boy Halverson, some of our writers and contributors. And I know that most of your podcasts have people like that behind them. How important is that to you guys? It's important for us to have the same cast per show because there needs to be continuity. Right. And I think people gravitate to a friendly and well-known voice, whether they know that individual personally or not. Um, the voice means something. Right. And we really focus on that. Now, we may have three or four hosts on a show, but they're consistently on that show, and, and we make sure that they're integrated well into that and, especially the newer shows like Big Audacious Idea, Design Everywhere, and Wake Up Call, where you, you tend to have a singular host you know, talking through some really interesting and, and, uh, and at times complex issues. We want to have that singular voice. We are, are huge fans, like I said, of, of radio. We grew up on radio. Yeah, I grew up on Paul Harvey. Mm-hmm. And he, not only did he have a commanding voice, but he just had a way to talk to 
the common man and woman of this country. That's, right. That's what we hope our podcasts are broadcast like, just like Pit Pass is. We, we, I love the Paul Harvey aspect of being able to tell a story, take you through a commercial break, bring, bring you back, recant, or not recant, but uh, recap, and then close out the story, so, you know, dividing it up page three. Okay, Paul did, um, and and so did Paul Jr. Um, did a wonderful job of educating, entertaining, and informing. And if we hit all three of those buttons in one program, dude, we are on fire. Let's go to Tony Wink. Tony? I'm just curious, who, what's the oldest program of your offerings? Is it Pit Pass, or do you have an older one? Well, Pit Pass now takes the lead in terms of you know, time being on on air for our podcast. Okay, it would be novel conversation. Which, is, uh, which was in a radio format, as some of their shows were prior to us recutting them and doing some new shows in a podcast format. Sure. Uh, and by the way, folks, you can find out more information online at thefrontporchpeople.com. Uh, they recently acquired us, and uh, and gratefully so. And this gives us an opportunity to continue growth with perhaps a different perspective, and that's where growth comes from. It doesn't come from the same people doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Uh, and that's, by the way, your website I think is outstanding because it's easy to see the various podcasts. Uh, that are there. It's easy to click on them and make them play. It tells us all about, you know, uh, what what services they can find the podcast on. Very simple, very easy, very clean. Who designs the website? Well, we merged with a uh, advertising agency, a digital agency, last June called Moss Media. Sure. And David Moss, the principal of Moss Media, became our chief creative officer. David and I have worked together before. We had a company many years ago called EmergingChefs.com where we did a number of culinary events. And uh, I just always wanted to work with him again. I want, we, we had to find the right venue to do that. He's a he's a, just an amazing driver of culture within the company, but also design and marketing outside of the company. He has his fingerprints on a lot of things uh, within and without Front Porch. And I... Had you seen the original tiles that we had for the shows that we inherited when, when, when we formed the company, um, to what they are today, it's, it's completely unfair <laughs> that the design <laughs> uh, change. And <laughs> that's it, a great way to that's a great way to say it, Michael. That's really good. <laughs> we we are huge believers in branding and design, and one of the things we've done with the tiles is that if you look at them all, they should remind you of a 1960s jazz album cover so that when you look at a front porch show you can tell within a, a number of tiles that they're all related and they all look the same even though they have a different motif and and david did all of that design and uh, we're about to launch a new channel outside of front porch people called evergreen which is where you know pit pass will have access to and will be on and David's working on just a groundbreaking design for that as well. I really can't wait to get that channel launched with all the new additional shows that we're putting out. The Front Porch People, located in Lakewood, Ohio. Recently, I was working at the Q uh, in in Cleveland, and I think that the, the, the mark of a good radio host is when people that perhaps you've never met come up to you and talk as if you know them. 
they know you because you come into their living room, into their ears, into the cars right. or their their uh, iPhones or whatever. Um, they know you, and they've listened to you for years and years and years. Uh, but they come up and start talking to you as if it's common. And I think that's the mark of a, a good program and, and, a, and a host or a job well done by the host and those that interact on the program. And we're going to continue to try to do that and uh, make that our goal for you folks. But uh, you let us know what more we can do for you, Michael, because quite frankly, we're very excited about the future. And I can't wait to see new artwork, uh, new website design, uh, whatever you guys have planned for us. And it's a big job. Uh, I, I get that. It's a very big job. It'll be interesting to have somebody that knows what they're doing really uh, dig into it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, we can't wait to work with you guys. And uh, I do need to make a trip out west. But more importantly, if if you're ever in Cleveland again, Scott, Tony, you, uh, I cannot wait to take you out to, to dinner and to talk in, in more detail and uh, to hear some war stories and some good tall tales about the, your time at Pit Pass and uh, in your career. You know, that was the site of my first Wahlburger. How about that? In Cleveland? Yeah, I was walking from the queue. I was walking from the queue back to my hotel. I was working for the NCAA, and uh, so I had to keep my expenses down, so Uber was out of the question for that short, <laughs> that short walk. That's rough. But I know, right? But um, I stopped and grabbed a Wahlburger, and uh, I'd never had a better hamburger in my life. I tell you what, I go to Mentor once in a while, so uh, that may be fun, Michael. We'll get in, we'll get together and have some fun. Tony, that would be just wonderful. That's a hop, skip, and a jump away from Cleveland, as you know. Sure. And, uh, we can meet somewhere in the middle and, and really have a great time. I appreciate you taking the time to join us. Uh, you have? Do you have my phone information? We are going to get it. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I really want to talk to you guys. <laughs> Well, tell you what, hang on the phone, and uh, and I'll make sure you get uh, uh, our information, uh, our cell phones and contact info and all that. I know it's been a big moving project for you guys, but uh, awful glad we've done it, and uh, can't wait for the future. Front Porch People, those are the uh, the new owners of Pit Pass Radio. We intend to continue to educate, entertain, and inform uh, throughout our mediums, and that's radio and, of course, podcasts, and uh, we'll look forward to doing it on the Internet in a new format on our website as well michael thank you thank you gentlemen i appreciate it all right stand by don't hang don't hang up jack do not hang up on him okay you may be the executive producer but he is the boss i didn't hang up on him come on All right, stay tuned. There's more Pit Pass around the corner. This portion of our program brought to you by Wiseco. Wiseco Performance Products, they are available at dealerships near you. If they don't have Wiseco, ask for them by name. I guarantee you they will do their level best to bring Wiseco products into the dealership near you. I'm Scott Casper for Pit Pass. Stay tuned. More after this. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix, dissecting the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. 
The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato, and I'll catch you after the checkered flag.